Thanks for tuning into the Tom Nicola podcast, the audio version of my written blog posts. Before we delve into today's article, I want to mention a couple of things I offer outside of my articles themselves. First, the Nicola newsletter. Each Thursday, I send out the Nicola newsletter, which includes two or three of my own articles and a number of other published pieces I've discovered the previous week. My subscribers love the variety of content, which, for the most part, centers on faith, fitness, and fortitude in this increasingly crazy world. Of course, the Nicola newsletter is free. Just go to tomnicola.com slash subscribe. Second, my personal training programs. I've taken my 20 plus years as a personal trainer and nutrition coach and created a variety of workout programs for men and women at different levels of fitness, from beginner body weight and at home program to lumberjacked and resilient, intense strength and conditioning programs for men and women. All programs are conveniently delivered through my easy to use app. Find the right program for you at tomnicola.com. All right. On to the article. Four new testosterone-related studies for men and women. This past week, I came across several testosterone-related research papers just published this past month. Each study looked at different aspects of how testosterone affects our health. So rather than writing separate articles for each, I thought I'd include them all in a single article with a brief summary. This way, I suspect almost everyone who reads it will find something relevant. In no particular order, here are five new findings on how testosterone impacts our health. Low-carbohydrate diet, testosterone, and erectile function in men. Becoming overweight or obese is the most effective way to squash a man's libido and sabotage testosterone production. And when you lower testosterone, you tend to make him look and think more feminine. With the extreme prevalence of overweight and obesity in American culture, it's little wonder that we're seeing such high rates of male sexual dysfunction, depression, and apathy. In this study, 18 men were divided into two groups. Six men were put in a control group and 12 were assigned a low-carbohydrate diet. For those on the low-carbohydrate diet, the percentage of men with low testosterone symptoms decreased from 78.6% to 21.4%. All men before the study had testosterone levels less than 300 nanograms per deciliter, and after the diet, half had testosterone levels greater than 300 nanograms per deciliter, the cutoff point for medically diagnosed hypogonadism. And systolic blood pressure decreased. These results add to the plethora of research that shows low-carbohydrate and or high-protein diets improve body composition even without the need to count calories, and that improving men's body composition improves testosterone production and libido. Here are a couple of articles you might like to read or listen to. You can look these up in your podcast app. Low-carb versus low-fat versus high-protein. Which diet is best? Visceral fat. How to lower belly fat with diet, lifestyle, and supplements. Non-alcoholic fatty liver disease, testosterone, and body fat in men. Dietary choices can cause the same kind of liver disease as alcoholism does. 
It's called non-alcoholic fatty liver disease, NAFLD, and is often found in those with type 2 diabetes or metabolic syndrome. As you should expect, excessive dietary carbohydrate consumption is the primary cause. A loss of muscle mass from a sedentary lifestyle or lack of strength training exacerbates the problem because as you lose muscle, you lose the capacity to properly store carbohydrates. The prevalence of low testosterone and non-alcoholic fatty liver disease was assessed in just over 1,000 men with type 2 diabetes. They found that the men with the higher testosterone levels were less likely to have developed NAFLD, and that this relationship was stronger in normal weight men with type 2 diabetes than in overweight or obese men. Although treating a patient with exogenous testosterone might improve liver health, the testosterone therapy doesn't deal with the cause of the fatty liver or type 2 diabetes. The men's diet and a lack of consistent strength training programs should be the first line of therapy, but that's a lot less profitable than treating with testosterone, so many clinics start with testosterone treatment instead. Polycystic ovary syndrome, insulin resistance, and body composition in women. Polycystic ovary syndrome, PCOS, affects 4 to 20% of the female population. Women with PCOS have elevated testosterone, which causes them to carry more of their body fat in the midsection as opposed to the thighs and triceps. This central obesity makes them more likely to develop insulin resistance and heart disease. Women with and without PCOS were compared in their levels of insulin resistance. The researchers found, quote, women with PCOS experienced greater insulin sensitivity impairment than did normal population for every equal increase in body fat percentage. This was an important finding because about half of the women with PCOS are at a normal weight. They might not realize that they have some level of insulin resistance, which would make a low-carbohydrate diet and a good exercise program crucial to avoid becoming overweight or obese in the future. Because they are more likely to have insulin resistance and can gain body fat easier, I usually recommend that women with PCOS train with weights only twice per week and perform aerobic exercise four to five times per week. This is different from the recommendations I make for other women and for men. They also have a much easier time maintaining muscle than other women, which is why the lower frequency of resistance training and higher volume of cardiovascular exercise is appropriate. The effects of inositols on polycystic ovary syndrome. Because PCOS causes insulin resistance, doctors often treat women with PCOS with metformin. Like most pharmaceuticals, metformin can cause side effects like nausea, diarrhea, vomiting, and gas. Inositols, which are part of the vitamin B complex, can also improve insulin sensitivity, doing so without metformin side effects. Researchers recently performed a systematic review to assess the efficacy of inositol in people with PCOS. According to their findings, Inositols have a beneficial effect on all aspects of PCOS. They found that supplementing with inositol, reduced total and free testosterone and androstenedione, increased sex hormone binding globulin, SHBG, 
normalized menstrual cycle length, lowered fasting glucose and insulin levels, and lowered body weight. The doses in the studies reviewed ranged from 1,000 to 4,000 milligrams per day. I would also add that berberine has recently shown promise in supporting the health of women with PCOS as well. Testosterone levels and risk of myocardial infarction in men and women. I've written previously about how low testosterone levels predispose men to more severe COVID-19 outcomes and higher levels protect them. In addition, a COVID-19 infection has been shown to lower testosterone levels in men and women. Is it possible that the vaccine could also suppress testosterone? I've not seen a single study assessing this, but based on the similarities between the effects of a COVID-19 infection and the side effects of the vaccines, I wouldn't be surprised. What does this have to do with myocardial infarction? The vaccine and infection cause issues with heart function, albeit the vaccine seems problematic more in young and healthy men, whereas the infection is more problematic in older men and women. But heart problems are common in both groups. The research showing the association between testosterone levels and heart problems in COVID patients led researchers to looking at people's testosterone levels just prior to myocardial infarction. They found a consistent pattern of reduced testosterone levels in the month preceding a heart attack. This finding would also lend credence to the idea that stress can cause heart attacks. When under high levels of chronic mental or physical stress, you secrete excessive levels of cortisol. High cortisol levels blunt testosterone production, which could open the door to a heart attack. Summary. Most men and women would benefit from enhancing their testosterone levels by eating a higher protein, lower carbohydrate diet, strength training three to five times per week, and getting at least eight hours of sleep each night. Doing so can make you look and feel better, but in the interest of not dying, research shows it can also help you avoid a heart attack. There is an exception though. If you're a woman with PCOS, the frequency of strength training should be reduced and carbohydrate intake significantly limited. If you're interested in more testosterone-related content, check out the following blog posts or listen to them in this podcast app. Boost testosterone, growth hormone, and DHEA, lift weights. The Lost Boys, low testosterone and declining manhood. And testosterone, what men, women, and parents need to know. Thanks again for listening. If you like this content, please leave a rating on the podcast platform you're using and subscribe and then pass it along to others who'd find it helpful. And if you're not already subscribed, be sure to subscribe to the Nicola newsletter where I share a lot of other content you won't find on my site or podcast. Just go to tomnicola.com slash subscribe. Keep growing your faith, improving your fitness, and building fortitude.